this show is kind of dedicated to COVID-19 um, and everything that is what we're dealing with. It's, it's really of, you know, all the, all the issues that small businesses like mine um, and health and everything. Um, to date, so the date uh, this is airing, we know that um, COVID has been found positive in a couple dogs and a couple cats. Um, the most recent would be the Bronx Zoo tigers. Uh, the lions and tigers were exhibiting some upper respiratory signs and they swabbed and found them. Um, what we don't know and the current understanding is that there is no evidence that a COVID positive dog and no evidence that a COVID positive cat or feline can spread that to us. The incident at the zoo, it was determined that a worker who was infected actually gave it to the cats. Think about this though, is that the, how close are you gonna to get to a tiger? I don't care if you work at a zoo or not, but this worker who showed the signs of COVID um, gave it to the cats. All the cats are expected to have a normal recovery. There were mild upper respiratory signs. Um, so the way we're looking at it in this world, veterinary world, mind you, let me, let me backtrack. The dog, the positive dog was a infected individual in China, had an older dog, I think 16 or 17, that the nasal samples um, presented positive for COVID. They were put in isolation. They were tested again in a few days. They were tested positive. And that dog subsequently passed away. But if you have a geriatric dog that you throw in isolation for three months, um, it's not necessarily due to the COVID. There's no indication that this dog died to, due to an upper respiratory infection. This dog did not show signs of upper respiratory infection. So getting back to how are we dealing with this as veterinarians, the way we're dealing with this as veterinarians is if you are COVID positive, stay away from your cat. <laughs> um, you know, limit your exposure, wear a mask. And that applies to anyone else in the household, two-legged or four-legged. Um, you know, you don't want to spread that to your pets. Um, the recommendation for pets in general, and I, this applies mostly to dogs because we do walk our dogs. I still walk my dogs outside, is that practice the same social isolation, social separation that you would do with humans with your pets. Um, Right now, there's no indication that the fur or anything's going to carry the pet, um, carry the virus. But what we're doing in the practice is we're wiping down leashes, we're wiping down fur, we're, we're wearing gloves and masks and everything when we do physical exams. So you really want to limit what you're doing with that. So the best approach is to do the proactive approach where you don't want to, you know, put your hands on and breathe into your pet and everything like that. Um, if you don't have the signs and symptoms, go for it. Everything's great that way. But that's how we stand. So if there's any fear that, you know, your cat's going to give you COVID, it's usually the other way around. Um, and there's no indication that these pets are getting into serious trouble. Having said all that, things change on a basis. We don't know if the virus mutates. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, we don't know what's happening in our world, in the human world. So just play it safe that way. And, um, you know, if you have questions, definitely call your veterinarian. They'll be more than happy to talk to you about everything that way. Um, if your pet exhibits 
upper respiratory infection signs. And by that, I mean they're sneezing, they're coughing. Um, in worse cases, their appetite goes down, there is nasal discharge, it goes from clear to mucousy. Those are most likely a typical upper respiratory infection. Um, in many of those cases, we do want to see your pet. We do want to talk to you about what the options are for that. There is a bad influenza virus that dogs can get, and it can be fatal in dogs that aren't treated. So you definitely want to, at the very least, talk to your veterinarian. Second case is do a curbside appointment with your veterinarian. Um, but if your pet is really showing signs of lethargy, fever, decreased appetite, hacking away, those are signs that you know you want to get your, your pet looked at. Other signs of coughing, sneezing, difficulty breathing can range from asthma. In heart disease, you could have difficulty breathing and coughing. Um, those are other typical signs that can lead to issues. In all those types of cases, you do want your pet looked at. You do want your pet looked at by a veterinarian. So, so call your veterinarian, make that appointment. Um, if you're hesitant to bring your pet in, um, ask to see, have a virtual consult with your veterinarian. Um, I talked about this the last segment. In cases like that, it may be something that they can talk you through things, but they may say, listen, I don't have enough information or your pet sounds really bad that we definitely need to be seen.